If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And uh, I had a very lovely relaxing morning this morning that's great i had a uh, normal morning i mean i just read goop so yeah i guess that's what well, how relaxing how it, sometimes it's relaxing sometimes it's stressful this was i guess straight down the middle this was and we're we're starting a little later than usual which i think makes all the difference in the world for my morning on friday it does yeah. i feels like i didn't really have to rush around this morning reading goop i did because i just feel that time sleeping more <laughs> and then i and so i think it was more rushed this morning huh. than normal interesting yeah um and i got here today and i i felt good and then when aggie saw me apparently she thought i was in some state of depression oh yeah i did think because you were just so calm but maybe you were just like even it's an ashwagandha oh and, ashwagandha. and i took um some kava kava last night what is that exactly it's again it's supposed to be some sort of natural relaxing anti-anxiety oh, thing maybe it was just a holdover of that but i didn't f- i think it's a complete fa- like fallacy like I, <gasps> I felt absolutely nothing after taking it i didn't think but, but then maybe- look then i was like you seem unusually calm are huh. you okay and you were like yeah and i was like i'm sorry i asked you that maybe i usually come here like really like anxious and hyper and i don't realize it i uh, no, i don't uh-huh. think you're normally anxious and hyper great i think the kava kava worked maybe maybe give it another shot I'm, maybe i'll take more tonight yeah. It's, um, I just got it at Whole Foods. Uh, is it like a powder? Uh, I have two types. I have a pill form and I have a tea. You bought two types at once? I mean, I bought the tea and then I was too lazy to make tea. So I was like, oh, and then I saw a pill form and I was like, oh, this is easier to take a pill than the tea. So you, so yeah, you bought them both at the yes. same time? Yes. Uh, okay. No, I bought the tea first. Oh, and then and you realized that you already had the pills? No, I bought the tea. <laughs> okay. And I made the tea like once, uh. but it's, it's just a complicated thing to make tea sometimes so then i went back to the store and i saw they had a pill form of it and then i bought the pill form and obviously a pill is easier to eat 
to drink or to take than tea. Than tea. Than having to make tea. I love a cup of tea. Yeah, the the kava kava tea is has a lot of like it must be stevia or some sort of art of it tastes very sweet to me in a weird way. I don't Mm. mind it, but I would want to like mix it with stuff. Whereas the pill obviously tastes like nothing and you just take a pill. Which is my hobby. Sure. Yeah, you take a lot of pills. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> a lot of supplements. Yeah. I Well, yeah. Yes, I yeah. do. I do. I need to up my supplement game. I don't really take anything. I don't even take vitamins. I mean, I take so many that it's... I'm sh- like, And people like um, Jen Gunter no. is very anti-supplement. That makes me pro-supplement. I know. Well, and I don't, I don't take like a multivitamin. I don't really actually take a lot of vitamins. I take vitamin D, which is technically not a vitamin. It's a hormone. That one oh. I know objectively helps because my vitamin D levels were very low when I went to my doctor a few years ago and I started taking vitamin D a normal amount. And then after reading the Stephen Gundry book, yeah. I've quadrupled. Because he says you should be taking it basically by the fistful. Yeah, I don't take as much as he... Like each little pill of vitamin D, I think has 2,000, whatever the measurement is, I use or something. Okay. And so like a normal doctor, like my doctor said, take one of those a day. I was taking two of them a day, and then after reading the Gundry book, I'd now take four of them a day. But didn't he say, like, it's incredibly dangerous to take too much vitamin D, and, like, he just is, like, in the face of the FDA popping all this vitamin D all day? I think, yeah, if if you're taking, like, 10 to 20 pills a day, it could be. But Gundry says it's not unsafe. He, He takes, I think, about three or four times what even I take, which is four times what my doctor tells me to take. And Why don't you just take how much your doctor tells you to take? Because the last time I got my um, blood levels checked. It didn't work. No, I, I, it was in the normal amount. But like a normal amount of vitamin D levels, I think, is about like between 30 and 100. I was under 20 before I started taking it. And then even taking two times what my doctor told me to take, it only got to like 33, which is still on the very – it's normal, but it's on the very low end. Mm. So I'm just seeing – I like – I mean – my body is a canvas, and I just like to see what happens when I do my weird things to it. My body is a canvas. So I'm wow. taking twice as much as I did, and then when I get my blood taken, similar to my oatmeal thing with the cholesterol, yeah. I'm also sort of... I guess if you're really doing the scientific method, you'd only have like one... Um, what is it called? Like different thing per... But God, remember when we used to just like do drugs and be like, fuck it and not care. Yeah. And now you're just like, I mean, do you remember what it was like in your 20s? I mean, I, I can't Im- like I'm very lucky. I never like had a physical my entire 20s I or mean, I don't I know never, what they would have seen. I don't know. And I definitely didn't care. I was just like, I eat McDonald's every day. Yeah. I like drink like I used to like literally pour vodka in my Jamba juice. <laughs> and sure. like that was like a fucking a day for me. I was a monster. I mean, I don't know what, like, I was doing, I mean, you know, I was doing a, you, ecstasy and cocaine and all this stuff. You um, were just, like, on a nonstop bender. Yeah. And so was I. I was, I was, like, in a blackout my entire 20s. And that's why we found each other in our 30s. And, and we're like, let's clean it up. Let's, and it's yeah. not going that well. I mean, it's, I, it's going okay. I really enjoy, and I'm, I'm not, I'm, like, I definitely am not a teetotaler. I do like not as at all the levels that I did in my twenties, but every yes. once in a while I'll indulge in stuff and it sucks the next day. And then you're like, Oh, I won't do it again for a long time. And I guess that's normal. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not against morally doing drugs. It's just like for my body. I'm like, you Ugh. get too old. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I am shocked 
how much just drinking alcohol affects my body. Oh, yeah. I just, it used to be what I thought was like not a lot or like what I would have been like, that's no big deal. I feel it the next day every single time. Like I feel hungover right now. Oh, yeah. Because you had a couple drinks last night. I had a couple of cans of wine (laughs) which is a lot i guess sort of but um yeah i I realize i i mean if i have more than a few drinks i definitely feel it the next day but if i just have like one or two drinks early in the evening yeah if i like between six and seven water and then what yeah i'm like i had a beer uh john and i went to this like food truck festival last night and i had a beer um yeah. But yeah, it's one beer anyway. So See, now it, if I drink a beer, like if I drink wine, I'll be hungover the next day. If I drink a beer, I'm the next day I'm like made out of cotton and it's bad. Wow. Like it's in my brain and it's and it hurts. <laughs> it's I just huh. can't fucking handle beer. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I mean unless I get like drunk, then I definitely feel it the next day, but if a couple of drinks really doesn't I don't think affect me. I think I did get kind of drunk last night. Hey. Just hanging out at home. That, that happens, yeah. <laughs> you know, it happens. And then, like, we went to Marshall's. Oh, after you drank? I was drunk That's at Marshall's. Really and then I was like, I bought some sheets. Drunk shopping is really good. Yeah, I got sheets. I got two candles. But I actually had the wherewithal to put back. Like, I had some... I grabbed quite a few, um, like, eyeshadow palettes okay. and, like, makeup palettes that were so cheap. And they were kind of fancy brands, kind of. But... um I was like, I don't want all these. And I like had the wherewithal to put them back before I checked out, which I'm very proud of myself. That's for another doing. thing. Uh, when you get a little older, you can uh, refrain yourself from spending too much money sometimes. 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 Not yeah. always. Um, any diet, new diet news? Well, or? yeah, I've got a lot of, I've, I actually have breaking diet news. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. So I was okay so just to catch everybody up because i know it's very interesting did whole 30 got did the reintroduction decided to try fit girls guide again which i did in january to help with portion control the fit girls guide was a fucking disaster like i couldn't handle the fit Hmm. girls guide it was too much dairy too much honestly carbs like it was really high in both of those i mean i think it's good for some people because it's like a really well balanced diet but after doing whole 30, I was like, I knew that like, I didn't want some of that stuff. So that started to go to shit. Then I like was like, fuck it. And I was telling Brian, I also am a person who has permanent weight watchers. Like I, I am just, that is just part of my expenses. I always am paying for my weight watchers membership. And I'm almost every time I get close to canceling it, I go back on the program. That's how it goes. I'll be like, I really should cancel this. I haven't done it. And I'll be like, I need to do it. I mean, that's their whole business model. I'm sure. Probably. Cause I mean, I just, I've had it for like, I mean, I think I've had it for like four years. (laughs) Um, so I went to cancel Weight Watchers and then of course decided, you know what? I'm going to give it one more shot. And cause they're always coming up with like new versions of it. So now they have this one and it's, it's the Oprah one. It's like freestyle. So they have all these foods that are zero points, like chicken, um, chicken breast, uh, fish, fruit, vegetables, obviously. Any type eggs. of fish? Yeah. Wow. Well, not like breaded, deep fried well, right. fish. But yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. seafood. Huh. Um, and also there was something. Oh, corn is on there now and peas, like starchier wow. vegetables. Not potatoes, but yeah. peas and corn are zero. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give this a shot. 
the the reason that I can't handle Weight Watchers anymore since they changed the last one that I was able to do was when they did like the Power Plus or Power Points or whatever the hell it was. Now it's Smart Points. This is for all my Weight Watchers heads out there because <laughs> I know that some of you are Weight Watchers people. Um, since they like changed this new one, I just can't handle it, and it make it just makes me like fetishize foods that are like higher in points and if you see all the points as being equal it's just like you want to use them to have like crappy food the idea of using the points on healthy food when you could save them up and have crappy food it just is like depressing yeah so it never works for me i always end up just binging and going crazy so last night i went on a total bender i drank two things of wine i ate a sandwich from that sand i can never what's jersey mike's. jersey mike's i ate all my leftover Cadbury eggs from Easter. I ate two Almond Joys from Halloween. It was not good. Fun size though. Well, two, but that, yeah, but if that, you, I guess that two means. is how many come in the regular one. Yeah. So it's basically oh, a yeah. full size, but they were fun. <laughs> and um, it was a wild ride. So I decided late last night, I need to go off all diets. Wow. And just try to listen to my body and eat healthy. I think that is the resolution that everyone has to come to at some point. I think that's where you get. You go insane. You It's like you get, you're climbing up to the top of the roller coaster. <laughs> and now I'm in the free fall. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that that... that that is the ideal is to just be like, oh, I'm going to see how my body feels. Ride your and own like, bike, as Melissa Hartwig says. What is it called? Riding your own bike. Oh, riding your own bike. Yeah. When you're in your food freedom. Uh, wow. That's really profound. Melissa Hartwig. She's honestly, she's the best. Um, and it's just hard because like if you don't, for me at least, if you don't have any structure, um, it's just easier to, to slip off. And I, for me at least right now, my and I'm not doing any weird diets. I'm just doing the intermittent fasting I, uh, yep. between 8 p.m. and 10 a.m. Not yeah. eating, and then I, my new thing that I've been doing for the past three weeks now is weighing myself every day, which I oh, hadn't God. done. Which I, I know for yeah. some people it's very triggering. For me, it it's at least right now it is sort of like a fun little game. Oh my God, you are so dark. Um, and I've <laughs> it's funny though, but I don't know if it's because I I did like lose a couple pounds this past week and then immediately like last night to John I was like oh let's go to this food festival and yeah. I had like a hot dog and donuts and I like you know put on my skinny jeans today which are sort of uncomfortable yeah. because I lost like one pound and I'm like oh this is great yeah but I don't know I think um for me right now just seeing that number every day is uh it's sort of fun and to see what your body can do when you treat it well and when you don't treat it well and see the consequences of your actions see okay i get that i understand that but this is why it reminds me of why i decided to stop doing weight watchers last night and like what i got out of the whole 30 which like i'm still getting benefits from which is great because most of the time when i do a diet two weeks after i'm like out of sight out of mind mm-hmm. but i'm still thinking about whole 30 stuff because hmm. i was constantly looking on the weight watchers app at like all my points and all my like what I did and my consequences and like did I do it wrong and blah 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 but like the answer isn't going to be on an app like the answer is like in your own body and how you feel so why would you look at a number to tell you if your diet is working or like how you feel I think for me sometimes there's uh, a little bit of disconnect like a feeling I can feel good like 
if I'm exercising every day, I will feel good. Yeah. I could go to the gym every day, feel great, and then eat, you know, 4,000 calories Mm. uh, during the day and eat, you know, fast food and steak and martinis. And if I'm working out every day, I will still feel good. I will just weigh 300 pounds after a while. (laughs) But okay, I have a question for you because this is this is my situation if i ate like that and then went to the gym i wouldn't i wouldn't go to the gym every day because like i wouldn't have the energy or the wherewithal or be able physically to go work out like that i think as long as i don't eat late at night like i can feel fine eating anything uh which is not gonna help you lose weight but like the, the feeling I have, as long as I'm not eating right before I go to bed, hmm. by the next day, I really, it is like Westworld for me. I just like oh. reset at the beginning of each day. <laughs> I have not seen any Westworld and I'm going to be honest with everybody. I don't want to. I'm sick. All right. Here's another thing. I'm sick about all these rape shows. Oh, I don't yeah. want to watch well, all these shows where it's like, is raping people bad? Let's let's watch let's watch yeah. gratuitous sexual violence happen all the time. And then we can we can really be confronted with the idea that sexual assault is is bad. No, no, anyway, I, I, sorry, I, that just, was a I just like <laughs> as if I was a robot. Okay, I don't know. I've never seen the show. my body I was resetting. I didn't know that they reset. I didn't, I don't know anything yeah, like about Yeah, like at it. the beginning of each day, you're, well, I haven't watched this season, but you're just like, you're like a blank slate at the beginning of each day, basically. Oh, and God, I think that's actually my dream. It, it, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, unless, unless I get like fucked up at night or I eat a lot late at night, I pretty much feel like a blank slate at the beginning of the day and I can hmm. go work out. Um, but like I said, yeah, if I don't watch what I eat, I can have that good feeling. Like when I first moved to LA, I belonged to that bodybuilders gym when we first knew each other and I was like, I'm working out every day. Like I'm just like doing my thing and I'm eating what I want and I feel great. And then I go to the doctor and he's like, oh, you are, um, like overweight. You are going to die. Yeah. Well, not really, but like you, uh, have high cholesterol and, um, you could like, get and also like the precursor to gout or something like uric acid in your liver was high so i didn't have any of those things but it was like oh like i can my body so i can't trust maybe sometimes the feeling of my own body so that number and i know like weight is not an indicator of everything but for me if i do have like lose those 10 15 pounds that i need to lose like all the other i know my blood work will come back perfect just from that like for me at least um, the little bit of weight loss is a correlation to like better numbers. That's so interesting. Oh yeah. Cause I, oh God, we're talking about our body. So I know, shit. but I do just want to throw out there. This is like not a comedy podcast anymore, but okay. how dare you? <laughs> um, I, uh, I have never had high cholesterol. Uh-huh. I've always had like really good, um, blood pressure. Like all my numbers have always been great yeah. whenever I get a physical. So my only problem is like hormones and weight, but they, it, which is a problem, but it's not, um, it's, it, it hasn't like crossed over into like any other part of my yeah. body. So that's just an interesting difference between me and you. Yeah. No, some people I think can be, um, like, you know, there is healthy at all sizes. And so you can, like some people are overweight and are perfectly healthy. Yeah. And then some people are, you know, perf- like have a perfect weight or skinny or whatever and are unhealthy. So it really isn't right like, yeah, a correlation for everyone. But for me, just in my own personal medical experience, like I know that um, like my blood work is better when I um, am a little thinner. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Yeah. Totally. We really got into it. And I'm I just know. about to go down another road. But, oh I, but I feel like Let's maybe we should get into the Let's save that for next week. The... 
Um, well, I'm still going to talk about it oh, yeah, later. Yeah. Uh, all right. What was your best of the okay, week? Okay. My best was the podcast. Wow. I listened to it at like double speed. And I'm going to be honest with you. I was like halfway zoning out. I'm like, by the time I didn't even realize it got to the end of the podcast until I heard Gwyneth Paltrow's beautiful, soothing voice. But I was just like, oh, she's answering a question. And I don't even know what it is. Cause I'm just like, I was like also reading the newsletter and I was just like, whatever. So, okay, don't fully get it. But basically, it's like a club for women that's like office space that women can rent. And then they also have like speakers come. I don't even. So it's uh, I, it's yeah, it's um, it's some workspace that you that are just just for women. Yeah. It's I think in New York and then they open one in D.C. I don't even think it's like office space like everyone gets What's, its own if it's a workspace oh it's just like i think tables? it's like a coffee shop i think it was like paying 200 dollars a month to be in this exclusive coffee shop that's what it I, seemed like i think i've read about it before goop has done an article on it yeah um i don't really get it but i know they have guest speakers come and i just like the idea of there being like a club for women who very clearly have a hundred percent not gotten over Hillary Clinton's loss, which i haven't <laughs> either like not only are they devastated by the trump presidency but they're specifically uh, traumatized by Hillary Clinton's loss, which I relate to. And that these people are just like, so this woman is obsessed with Hillary Clinton. And well, she's worked her. for her in she worked 2008 for her in the primary yeah. and that she lost. And she was just not, she talked about her a lot. Yeah, and I yeah, was yeah. like, I, I like this woman. This woman's been driven insane by the fact that Hillary Clinton isn't the president. And so have I, and I want to be in her club. Right. I mean, and it's, I mean, it's like over $200 a month and it's, oh, it's Fine. also invite only right now. Um, and it's mostly yeah. for people, I think in New York that worked in like the media and magazine it industry. Seems, Cause yeah. every, she was like, she was joking. Like, oh, it's like everyone used to work at Condé. Yeah. And so they were trying to be more diverse and open it up to like lawyers too. Was but the lawyers diversity? have offices. I yeah. think it's just basically for women who are like, uh, air quotes writers and mm. are just sort of like have a ton of money and they're like want somewhere to go every day so they don't just like putter around their apartment and their yeah so they don't feel the bad by hiring full time nannies uh, yeah and just so they have something to do yeah. so I'm like okay fine I'm I support this and I like it and I love the idea of there being like a place that's like just for women but then we wouldn't be able to work together well I'm not you, in it <laughs> I don't I first of all I can't afford it second of all what if I joined it and I just had to like like remotely like call yeah, you or something? I had to like stand outside and like hope to jump on the wi-fi yeah or like we just like had to like scream at each other through yeah. the open window <laughs> Uh, yeah so I, okay i'm not joining it no. i don't have the 200 dollars a month anyway i know but i get it does seem fun and like it just would be i mean it would it would turn out to be like anything that like is a statusy thing like you join the club and you see the same women every day and you're like oh what are you working on what are you working on and like you look good and well i think that's nice like yeah. i think because for especially for writers we basically are at home all day long and like shit like if you and i didn't work together i mean i would never leave my apartment i would just oh yeah i mean and i would also never see anybody it's like yeah yeah, yeah. you are often like the only person i see oh me too because like we're writing together so um i think the i think it would be really nice if you're doing it on your own to have a place to go to just to feel like you have an office to have like a sense of community to have see the same people every single day i mean i totally understand why that would be nice if you can afford it if you're if you're making enough money as a writer that you can afford that expense of whatever it is a month to like have a workspace i mean i think that would be cool 
Yeah, because I mean, some people, writers, especially in LA, a lot of writers work in coffee shops. And, and I, it's hell. It's I, hell. I, I can't, be, like, there's no way I can get to, if I'm actually writing, like, being creative, like, I can answer emails at coffee shops. I can, like, you know, do, do the rest of my to-do yeah. list. But actually to try to be creative when there's music coming out, there's people coming in and out, like, I really don't understand how you can do that. I've done it. Just because sometimes you're just like in your house and you're just like, I have to get out of my yeah. fucking house. I can't be here anymore. You know, you just sit. It's just, it's a very, um, it's a, it can be really lonely being a writer, yeah. but being in a coffee shop, you just sit there and you're like, this is even more lonely. I know. Cause it's like, it's such a cliche, but it's, yeah, it's, you feel so lame. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I got, yeah, I got like, and I think even the way that we write together, like I'll come to your house or you come to my house. That is like enough of a change just to oh, like, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We change it up. Some days yeah. we go, I go to your house. Some days yeah. you come to my house and I'm like, as long as there's another person and it's like you, <laughs> then I'm fine. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, okay, we, we just can do this. <laughs> um, yeah. oh, so, so my best was the article called the science and magic of forest bathing. Really? That was okay. Uh, that was my worst. Go on. Uh, it was just a dream to me. So it's this doctor, I guess, um, from Japan yeah. um, named Dr. King Lee, uh, who wrote a book um, called yep. Forced Bathing, yes. How Trees Can Help You Find Health and Happiness. And it just sounded nice. And I do not think that there may be any scientific proof of this, but I have felt like if I'm in nature, I feel better. And this person is um, like giving me like confirmation of what I already feel. And that's no, why I like it. I totally get that. And I agree. And I love being in nature. And I do think it makes you feel better. And the healthiest I've ever felt in my life is like I used to go to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, kind of a, like not regularly, but like I used to like spend some time there. Yeah. I used to like I like taught some classes there or whatever. Um, and. I've never felt healthier than just like being in Jackson and like just, you know, the air is cleaner. You're just are in nature constantly. There's no reason that you like feel you just, you move more. Yeah. I totally get the benefits of being in nature or like in a more natural place. The only reason that this was my worst is that he was like, some people study trees. Some people study medicine. I study tree medicine. That was his introduction. <laughs> and then the whole article was basically just like, trees are so nice. I love walking around the trees. And I was just like, what the fuck am I re Like, what is this? I agree with what he's saying. I just was like, I don't, I just don't understand who this man is or like what his job is or like what his point is. I would be curious to see what else would be in this book. Cause it seems like, I don't know what else they have to cover besides what's in this article. I mean, and he does say like, Basically, that forest bathing, which is, I guess, a term that he made up, um, reduces stress hormones. And there's some scientific thing that, like, the essential oils uh, and the smells of trees actually work with your own hormones. Who knows? But he says oh, it, like, okay. increases your immune cells, increases um, or decrease, no, increases the activity of the parasympathetic nervous system, which helps the body rest and recover, increases the level of the hormone uh adaptonectin which um what oh no sorry adiponectin um (laughs) which helps with metabolic disorders obesity type 2 diabetes so it actually helps you lose weight to be next to trees oh really um yeah and then it reduces symptoms of anxiety depression anger fatigue confusion (laughs) improves sleep and increases energy so it's basically like um 
like being on a gluten-free, dairy-free diet. I guess so. But I thought everyone gets more confused in the forest because like in the Blair Witch Project, you don't know which way is which. You Everything looks the same. You that end up walking true. around in circles. I think you just have to have some sort of like Wi-Fi signal or phone signal to... Or just be like in the forest, but not too far in the forest. Yeah, like in Griffith Park. But just that's not really a forest. Griffith Park. I love Griffith Park, but it kind of stresses me out because there's so many people. Oh, you have to go to like the Glendale side. The, oh, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, the part that I live by is, is really crowded. More, yeah, the part I live by is is less crowded. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I agree with like I go up to Lake Tahoe once or twice a year with my family, and it's the same thing as probably as Jackson. Yeah. You you smell the trees, especially when there's not a drought happening. You can actually smell the trees and the water, and like, um, I don't know. So this just yeah confirmed my own um hypothesis about trees and being in a forest and i like how also he talks about like rubbing your body up next to the trees oh he does see i guess yeah. i didn't totally get through the whole uh, thing it's very weird um but yeah that's the only thing is there's not really there's a lot of like open space in la for a major city it, there is like a lot of parks and a lot of open space yeah. there's not really a forest there isn't a forest but it's like look you you can't you can't have it all and you can't rub up against a palm tree really you can't rub up against a palm or tree or a cactus no 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 but we have i mean we're like desert yeah it's a desert i mean every city has its own like natural resources yeah. and i mean i love la so much i think that we have so much nature i oh, love yeah. that you can go for hikes and like we have so many trails and stuff like that and, um, I mean, where I used to live, Chicago, there was fucking nothing. It was just, you know, prairie. Yeah. And, I mean, in New York, there there's like night, like Central Park and Prospect Park and Brooklyn are great parks, but it's not, you never feel like you're in nature. Yeah. They had parks, yeah. but it wasn't like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you, and you don't have a car, at least in New York. So it's like, there is like nice wilderness within a couple hours drive, but it's a pain in the ass to get there. Yeah. Whereas here, everyone has a car, so you can, but again, like. You're, what are you, you're gonna drive further into the desert. I don't know. I want, and I'm not complaining about LA, but like a real forest. You know, nice. you can go to um. Fuck. What is that like above? Goddamn. The hills above Palm. Springs. Oh, Idlewild. Idlewild. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Season. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. That solved that problem. Problem solved. Go to Idlewild. Yeah. Um. So wait. So this was your worst. It was unfortunately my oh, worst. Yes. But that's sad. Yeah. Um, my worst, oof, which I think is on your list too, probably, is the article called Live By Your Power Type. Okay, how dare you? This is the thing I would buy. Oh, boy. I almost, okay, I did it. I took my t test. My finger was like hovering. I was oh. like, because the one, the cheapest package is only 40 bucks. I, I very nearly bought it. So this is a another doctor named Dr. Taz. Who, <laughs> I like her. Oof. Dr. Taz Batia she is really trying to, let's say, be a media presence or a guru. She's trying to, um, yeah, she's trying to have like an online presence. She sure. is a functional medicine practitioner. Which is who, bad. Those, those yeah, That is bad. Functional has bad. decided that women f fall into <laughs> one of five medical categories. Um, Are they medical? Well, yeah, because she, she plans a, a different diet a and a, a protocol for each yeah. person. And the type of women that you are is either a gypsy girl a boss lady a savvy chick an earth mama or a nightingale and then of course she had a handy online quiz that told us 
which woman we are. Which so, one Aggie, are you? I am a savvy chick. Oh my God, me too. But then when I was taking my notes, I accidentally wrote down I was a sassy girl, but I think it was savvy, <laughs> savvy chick. chick. yeah. And that's what she is she too. Is, I think most people are savvy chicks because I, it was like basically we couldn't really decide which one you are. So you're just sort of a little bit In of the everything. Middle. And um, she is, yeah. Hmm. So for a sa- so you take like a 35 question quiz which as a guy there's a lot of questions i couldn't answer because there's a lot about like ovulation and oh, stuff yeah. so i just had to be like not applicable not applicable it, yeah. um but it was like you know what type of skin do you have what type of hair do you have do you oh, tend God, to like gain weight or lose weight or do you run gain. hot or cold so it's so yeah we were, <laughs> like it was do you like, run hot or cold hot i said na oh, i don't really, really think I am, I am either i'm always hot um and so a so a savvy chick uh, basically, and then like, yeah, and then you, you're you supposed to buy this like $40, what is it, a video series or a book that will tell you it's everything like to eat? It's like a video series, a diet, uh, like some other shit you should do. I don't know. I really want it. I, and I think it has, well, I don't know. This is why I want to buy it and this is really stupid, but I'm, and this was the thing I almost talked about at the beginning of the podcast, but like I'm about to start getting into going for acupuncture. Okay. My therapist has been like telling me to go to this one acupuncturist for like almost a year. She keeps on being like, you need to go to this woman. And she was like, I know money's tight for you because <laughs> it is. She's like, if it means that you have to like see me less so you can see her, I would recommend wow. you do it. She was like, you have to do this. And I was like, okay. So... I feel like I don't know. This woman will have more information about acupuncture, and that's why I was. Oh, interested well, I would in just it. go to the acupuncturist rather than talk to this woman on the, on like on the internet. No, you're right. I don't know. But it's like I'm all because my therapist is like, your hormones are so fucked up. That's what everything is wrong. That's wrong with you is your hormones. And I was like, huh. oh my god, you're right. And I feel like I have to get my hormones fixed. Um, and she, this woman is like promises to fix my hormones. For yeah, twenty bucks. I mean, this woman, and then on the Goop article, like they have a little excerpt of like the protocol. That they obviously don't give it all away because they, they want give, you to like, buy basically it. Basically, any of it. But yeah. they do say for um, savvy chick. Uh, I mean, of course, a gluten and dairy free diet. But that's not um, for everybody. No, it's for savvy chicks. Yeah, but but it, like all the personality types don't need a gluten. Right. Diet. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Adding B vitamins and then yeah, benefit from acupuncture, massage, correcting sleep, and most importantly, doing grounding work to yeah. know which part of them is out of balance. And grounding work is very similar to. Um, to tree the four thing. tree <laughs> tree sort hugging, of, yeah. Except for it's like not really. Well, I can't. Um, sort of but similar. this woman, to me, just watching her on the video, she was real slick. If, yeah, yeah, I felt like I was watching like a Shark Tank. Yeah, pitch, um, with her. She was video. like a, a Bethany Frankel type. Yeah, which I mean, aren't we all in our dreams? Um, um, she also uh, all of the names of the of the types of woman you could be were all like super nerdy. And I felt sort of sorry for her because I kept making fun of it. Like they would be like, Oh, like, yeah, we raised an eyebrow. Yeah. When we we were rolling our eyes and then, when we, but they are, I, they're, they're ridiculous. Really and then in her, when she was like being interviewed, she's like, when I came up with the names jokingly as a joke. So she was like saying that the names were all a joke, which is like, obviously but you can't aren't. have the names be a joke and then write a whole fucking protocol. They're not a joke. She thought they were cool. And then yeah. she was like, Oh fuck. Everyone thinks, these thinks are they're stupid. Dumb. So now she has, says and they were joke. also sort of mean. Like some of them, like one Earth of them is mama. earth mama. I'm like, Oh, that means you're, you're fat. fat. And like nightingale, is like you're What's like I think that means like you're you're too you're skinny goth. and you're oh. no you're just like buzzing around and you <laughs> oh. like and you're just like this you know she's the night, Nightingale's the one that always is like 
coming down with something like you know the type that's always sick with something <laughs> yeah okay um and then like the um boss lady is just like a bitch an like asshole. yeah because yeah, like yeah. their their like uh health problems come out in anger it said what the hell does so that i feel mean? like out of all of them savvy chick is, is the and best. then the gypsy girl was the one that was just like you know in your own world like a very chill cool girl but we're savvy girl or whatever is a combination of bossy bitch and gypsy girl yeah which yeah. is i mean it's better than earth mama or nightingale so so we're pretty cool yeah because yeah. <laughs> not like, to brag but we are both savvy um, chicks yeah uh, anyway i think i might buy this wow i mean i hope that you do just so we can talk about thank it thank you very much i hope i do too um what was your craziest um, I didn't really read the whole thing, but I just wrote down narcissistic parenting. Article. Yes, mine too. Because, okay, so it was um, by their like resident narcissist. Who, yeah. I don't know. She like writes all these articles about how she's a narcissist. And, like what she's like narcissist and proud. Yeah. What's her name? Do you um, know it? Her, her name it. is Suzanne Garfinkel, MD. Okay. And she is basically trying to, yeah, trying to uh, humanize and integrate narcissistic Americans into the rest of the population and it's something that you don't need to be ashamed of anymore people who identify as narcissists oh also sorry to jump back to the podcast really fast the woman said that a lot of the people who are in her group do identify as Republican (laughs) which I thought was like amazing (laughs) that is true yeah Yeah. so um these narcissists uh so she writes all these articles about narcissists and this is about how like it's actually okay to be a narcissistic parent she's like even though it can really fuck your kids up it can also be um good so for example if you're really charming do puppet shows for them and it was just like a very long thing about like how to channel your narcissism and like use your narcissism for good instead of evil and it didn't really make a lot of sense and it made me feel sad but uh yeah yeah because she is seems a little bit self-aware about how like a lot of narcissism is based in um like low self-esteem and being insecure about stuff and it manifests itself as narcissism. So, but it was very weird. Like there, there was one anecdote at the beginning yeah. where she talks about her son's seventh birthday that he wanted to do a Star Wars theme. And so like he, I guess also because it was his birthday, he basically told everyone at the party like what character they had to dress up as. And of course his mom is Princess Leia, but she thought she was going to wear some like cool she high like, fashion oh, there's like diane von furstenberg like get like a sheath dress or whatever yeah and then the the kid wanted her to just wear like a normal princess leia he wanted her outfit. to be like a princess leia from like some scene where she's like in military pictures. yeah and, and she was like not so good for me yeah she's like carrie <laughs> a cool look but better on carrie fisher than on me but mm-hmm. then like she realizes hey it's my son's seventh birthday so of course but then it's also i don't know i don't even think that's narcissistic if you're like but I think the craziest thing is that you would buy a dress that would be like a how much money would a dress like that be for a costume for a seven-year-old birthday yes that is why she's a narcissist she's gonna buy a Dan von Furstenberg a Cynthia Rowley or a rag and bone like outfit she's out of her fucking mind if she's gonna buy that for the party I mean she just wants to buy that and she's gonna use that as an excuse and then also it was so weird to talk about how there were all these adults at her seven-year-old's party like the whole family comes dressed up as Star Wars because it's all her it's like she didn't even and invite? he's not a baby. I mean, no. that's okay if it's your first birthday. He's seven. A seven, you invite your little friends your from class. school and your parents like drop you off. They don't come to your yeah. seventh birthday party. So that was odd. And then, so then there was just tips about how to be a narcissistic parent for every stage of your child's life. So for like a parent of a baby, a parent of a toddler, a, bar- a parent of a child, a parent of a teenager, a parent yeah, of an adult. How to be in a, how to be a narcissist. And there were like three steps to each 
um, stage that were all the same. So like one was called, it's not about you. You just had to like realize that it's it's not not about about you. you. The Second one is stay curious. So it's like ask questions to your child because I guess if you're a narcissist, you never think to like ask someone else questions. Yeah. And then the third one is called use your narcissism. And that's when you're, you're channeling your your uh, narcissistic tendencies into like good parenting. Um, it was just crazy. And like, I don't know how, if this lady actually believes what she says or what, but hey. I think she very clearly is just a narcissist and wants attention. Yep. And she's like, I'll just write about how I'm a narcissist because that's all anyone can ever talk about anyway. Um, so yeah, Goop and so her weird. are a perfect partnership. They are. And it's like, I don't know. It's just so... I mean, because all of the things about her that were narcissistic, she didn't even address, like, the the outfit and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, no. And then the thing, the other narcissistic thing in that beginning story is that then she was like, my son always likes to give speeches at his birthday party. So I was like, do you want to give a speech? And he freaked out. She was like, and of course, I was trying to make him perform. And it's like, but if he likes to do it, I don't understand why that's narcissistic to be like, do you want to do your speech thing? I guess pushing your kid to do something that they don't want to do because it makes them look good in front of you or something. Yeah, but she said that he likes to do it. And so she just was like, oh, do you want to do that? Because he always does it at his birthday party. And then he was like, I don't want to do it. But yeah, he'd like to do it in the past. and He didn't want to do it this year. Yeah, so I don't really get how that's... An ex- I think that she could think of a better example of that, but doesn't want to oh, say Oh, I'm it. sure there are way worse examples of her narcissism that manifest in her parenting Other than, that would she you did like not. To do, yeah. Would you like to give the speech that you love to do and have always liked to do in the past? It's like the way she wrote it seemed a little bit, um, like it wasn't the full story. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, there was probably like wire hangers involved. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you try? Um, oh, so this was another one I didn't read, but I, the, just the idea of it, the spring bounty dinner. Oh yeah, it looked nice. Or whatever. You just, I don't know. It looked like an Alice in Wonder, like a Mad Hatter's tea or something. Yeah, with like spring onions and I don't remember what else they had. But. I don't know. I'll, none of the recipes really look good, but just the idea of doing like a seasonal dinner is charming and nice to me. Yeah, that and, is one thing like we miss out here in the desert is like real seasons like you can get asparagus at the farmer's market all year round so it's like it is a little less special than if you're uh like in the midwest or on the east coast and asparagus only comes in may yeah for sure Um, i mean i just yeah totally um but i haven't yeah i haven't had a dinner party in a while it would be fun yeah i should have one yeah me too uh everyone's invited (laughs) um what about you so mine was from the there was an article just called it's time to join a csa here's how oh what um, i didn't oh was that on the website or was uh, it on monday I, yeah it was on monday or maybe it was just on the website um so it was like you know everyone knows what a csa for fruits and vegetables are uh we both belong to it's not really a csa it's called imperfect produce but it's, but it's been like on a, goop before yeah so this one is basically it talks about that but then also a csa for other stuff so there's like fish csas grain csas meat csas well you're kind of in a bean one i am in a bean one rancho gordo <laughs> yeah. but the thing i would try is to do this fish one and it was i was almost like actually going to try it but it is way there's no delivery it's annoying it's it's la based it's called trash fish and it's like basically any fish that's not salmon or tuna or shrimp people are like freaked out by trash fish that's the name of it that's it's a terrible name. i mean it's a bad name so they have half shares that are just one serving. So for people whose um, partners do not like fish, you can just have mm-hmm. one serving. So I was like, oh, this is cool. Maybe I'll do it. But then it doesn't even deliver to you. And there's just like random pickup places in random places in LA. And the only two 
on the east side. There's one at the Echo Park Farmer's Market, and then there's one at some like weird store in Silver Lake, and you can only pick it up from fri- on Fridays from 2 to 6. And I'm like, uh, what am I going to build my whole week around like getting like picking up my fish for the week so and it was $14 just for one serving of fish which I'm like that is not not saving any money money. so I mean I would try it and then I wouldn't try it and now I'm not trying it yeah but it was good while it lasted there's a there's a neat one that like all the paleo people are yeah that I don't understand I don't know I guess it's like Grass like grass-fed fed meat, yeah. They had a, a list of a bunch of different ones. So, um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so it might be good to check out. Yeah. Um, and then the other fish one that they talked about was actually did deliver to you. It's called Real Good Fish. Probably a better name than Trash Fish. Definitely. But it's only, good it's only, is better than Trash. Yeah, yeah. It's only in the Bay Area now. They don't um, do it in LA yet. So hopefully soon. Okay. Um, I, what would you buy? That personality thing I said. Oh, right, the, right, right. Her little $40 video series. Oh, my God. Now, please. Don't roll your no, I want you, I want you to do it because I want to look at her full-length video. She's, yeah, she scares me, honestly. She scares me. Women like that scare me. Um, the thing I would buy is from the tree article. It is uh, when you can't be in the forest, you want to smell like the forest. And this guy recommends uh, Hinoki oil, which is an Ooh, essential oil, oil from a Japanese cypress tree. I um, checked it out. It's cat friendly, apparently. It's not going to kill my cats. And therapeutic grade Hinoki oil was only $11 on Amazon. So I already bought it. And it's coming to me on on Sunday. Great news. Oh, man. I can smell like the forest. What a twist ending. (laughs) To find out that one of us actually bought something is like, to me, the most exciting ending. It's happening more and more for me. And it's dangerous financially. But I I feel like $11. Hey. $11, please. Um... Well, that almost does it, except we have, this is going to be fun, guys. We have two new reviews. Oh, yeah. So we got our one. We got our first one star review. Um, Let's just talk about it. It wasn't, it wasn't as painful as I thought. Like she just, there's just something that I want to defend about it. Should we read it? Um, I mean, now we have to read it. Okay, just read it. uh, I'll read it. All right. So um, one star, uh, the title of the review is Yikes, exclamation point, all in caps, by E.K. And she's probably not listening anymore, so whatever. Um, she says, I subscribed to this newsletter thinking, I'm just going to read it without comment. Okay. I subscribed to this newsletter thinking it was related to Goop, only to discover that it's actually a slam session of Gwyneth Paltrow. Seriously, LOL, her brand isn't for everyone, but this just is just classless to me. You both clearly think she's overrated, and that opinion doesn't seem to be changing. Why belabor your points? The thing that upsets me most were the comments about Esther Perel's podcast. If you hate it so much and it makes you uncomfortable, don't listen to it. It was incredibly helpful for me personally because I could relate to one of the sessions called The Addict regarding someone close to me. It gave me a lot of helpful information into the mindset of those kind of people have and also what they're really thinking. Anyways, this podcast wasn't for me. Okay, so here's a couple of things that I want to say. First of all, so this is a new session, a new segment where we defend our negative. I'm fine with this review because I'm like, yeah, you're not into us. We're not into you. There's something I'm not fine with, which is that she says we think Gwyneth Paltrow is overrated. And why belabor our points? If we thought Gwyneth Paltrow was overrated, we would not be doing this podcast. We love Gwyneth Paltrow and we absolutely love Goop. That's why we're obsessed with Goop. Like we buy all this fucking Goop shit. We read all of the things we... Some of the stuff is for us and some of it is not. And some of it is totally crazy. But we love it. Like if Goop stopped coming out with newsletters tomorrow. We would would have nothing to do with our lives. I would be devastated (laughs) and I would genuinely miss it. Oh my God. I love Gwyneth Paltrow. We just, oh my God. I forgot to mention this, that I watched Iron Man 3. 
Holy fuck. I had never seen it before. Gwyneth Paltrow. I turned to Brian. I was like, Tracy Anderson should win an Oscar for <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow's body in this movie. Because she looked like a million fucking bucks. I couldn't believe that she was over 40 and looked so good. She's a she's a good actress. She's fun to watch. She's super charming. Um, Goop has definitely brought a lot of positive things to our lives. We are not an anti-Gwyneth or anti-Goop podcast. No, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think some people, if you criticize anything about anyone at all, they think you hate them. Um, but, you know. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff about Goop that's, you know. Of course, yeah. But I guess, you know. And this lady likes Esther Perel. But that thing about Esther Perel is true. I do not listen to Esther Perel. I only listen to it for the podcast and it does make me uncomfortable and I don't yeah, listen to it anymore. I agree. So she's right about that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm fine with, I'm fine with. Yeah, this we're review. fine with it. But then um, we got a five star review, which I haven't read, but Brian, did. Uh, I will uh, read it just cause it's right in front of yeah. me. Um, it is a five star review by Cordy Ann. Uh, it's called goop for real people. Thank you. Um, I honestly started listening to this podcast ironically when a friend and I lost our minds over the craziness that was the jade egg of goop. But now I listen because Aggie and Brian are basically me reading the goop newsletters each week. Totally relatable, funny and honest take on the bougie weird life that is goop. Highly recommend it. If you like to dabble in the holistic naturalness of goop, but also have some basic critical thinking skills, LOL. Thank you. Hey, couldn't have said it better ourselves. No, Um, we wouldn't because that would be narcissistic to go back to the parenting article. uh, So yeah, thank you, Cordy Ann. And honestly, thank you, EK, for the criticism. Yeah, I wonder if that... I went On Instagram, there was this woman who was like, oh, yeah, Stephen Gundry and Goop in one podcast, so excited. And she was like, you have to listen. It's called Goop Yourself. And then she was like telling all these people, like, listen to Goop Yourself. They this thought is it was Goop actually podcast. produced by Goop. And we were... And I commented and I was like, just so you know, we're a comedy podcast. We are not the official Goop podcast. Yeah. But And then they never wrote back. I wonder if that was one of those people who got I bet that you that happens a fair amount, which is fine. It's not the Goop podcast. We do love Goop. It's a Goop <laughs> tribute podcast. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Tell your friends. Uh, write those. F- we love the five-star reviews better than the one-star reviews. Yeah, but we, hey, it wasn't rule, so bad. We said five-star only. We have said this yeah, multiple times. Yeah, if you're going to leave a review, it has to be a five-star review. No more one-stars, please. <laughs> uh, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities maladies, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. 